So normally we start off an episode with like a hook or a story or an analogy. However, we're not going to do one this time because let's face it, if you've read the title, I was talking about fucking databases. So Woo. I know, just get the get the party started. Yeah. Difficulty that you've got is that databases are really, really boring, really, really tough to get your head around sometimes. And it's really, really just not interesting. But the value of your company goes up exponentially if you've got a good database. Your marketing gets so much supercharged efforts if you've got a good database, and which both obviously lead to more revenue. And so you absolutely need a good database with good data in it if you're a recruitment agency. So good luck listening to this one. Welcome to Viral Recruiters, where we help recruiters, directors, owners, and marketers with their marketing. Everything that we talk about should bring in more candidates, more clients, more consultants, uh, and everything the recruitment agency needs. I'm Rich Gibbard, founder of RepBound. Hope you enjoy the show. So what makes a good database? Oh my God, that's just, stop talking dirty. <laughs> right, a good database is essentially, it's relatively accurate with the, with the data that you need. So it's, for a recruiter, it will have a list of prospects, yeah. a list of companies that you're currently working with and, currently the, and companies that you used to work with. So it'll have three different lists. Right. It will also be segmented down into certain sectors. So how you would segment that is either through function, so whether you're dealing with the, the owners or with the chief execs or with the C-level or higher manager, head of IT. Yeah. It will also have different segments into the type of tech that they use or the location where they're in or things like that. Essentially, a good database will just have segmented lists. And the same with the candidate side. A good database has segmented lists of all, let's hypothetically, all the Java developers in England or all of the project managers with Microsoft experience in the US or you name it, however you want to break it down. But a good database, just jump out full of data. It's no point just having a name on there. You need to have an email address or a mobile number, definitely an email address. And go to the episode about email marketing if you've not listened to it. But Email address, segmented data, and it's getting regularly topped up with new data. What are the issues with buying your data, buying your lists off of online vendors? So, but, Joe, buying lists is one way to speed up the whole process. The difficulty is, is that quite often you've not put together this list. Right. And so and buying a list of, let's say, every CTO, every CEO in the world, you know, it could work. Because you just get all of a sudden you get from, go from no contacts to ten thousand contacts straight away, but you need to meet in the middle somewhere where they have to be relevant to your market. Mm-hmm. And so, and uh, yeah, we've tried it ourselves. We've seen it ourselves. Is quite often the open and reply rates from bought data are absolutely awful instead of, in comparison to actually going out and sourcing the data of the people that you want. So. I mean, is there any uh, like GDPR concerns with buying data, though? There's always GDPR concerns. Yeah? There is always GDPR concerns if you're housing personal data. So if you've got like, bank details, health 
information, things like that. But if you're buying a, a business email address to do a business with, then quite often you just get away with it. They're, they're not too fussed. If if you if if somebody was to come to me and email me about a marketing tool that can help marketing agencies, I'm not going to turn around to them and say, "Oh my god, how dare you uh, email me?" Yeah, because they're, obviously they're just trying to sell something. Uh, the reality is, is that you might you'll get one or two nerds that will turn around and tell you off, say, "Take me off your database, or I'm going to report you." Yada yada yada. But ultimately, you won't get a fine because there's bigger issues than trying to do some prospecting how often should you keep in contact with your database so different ways to keep in contact with them so either you do a drip email listen to the email about drip email uh, listen to the podcast episode about drip emails but drip emails you should be constantly specking out to and taking your candidates out to market so you'll probably say once a month right i would also do a mass newsletter so i would if you're uh, the, the databases, recruitment databases generally are pretty poor. I don't want to name names, but most recruitment databases are very good ATSs, but they're crap marketing databases. Right. And I don't think I've actually spoken to one recruiter who turns around and loves working with a database anyway. So it, it is what it is. However, yeah, I would send out a marketing newsletter at least once a month as well. And that would, whether it's in the f- form of a, a, you know, an interview series that you've done or an article that you've written or something along those lines, once a month. What's some of the worst habits you see when looking through databases? Worst habits I see is it's all on an Excel document, and it's not even on the database. I think there's a lot of... If you're a sole agency owner and it's just you, then you probably... You might not. I can understand the logic behind not needing a database. If you're a business that you're looking to scale, looking to grow, and eventually you want to sell your business then not having data on the database is criminal from that point of view. You know, I know it's dramatic by saying it's criminal, but you absolutely need to stick the data onto the database. Right. Because that just increases the value of the business, gives you more chance of getting leads coming to you, and just improves the overall sales and marketing process. Where's the best place to be keeping all this data? What systems? So if you are looking for recruitment-specific tools, a lot of the people that we work with, the old-school giants like Bullhorn, whilst they are incredibly... With Bullhorn, you need lots of plugins. Bullhorn as an out-of-the-packets database is is, not fit for purpose, but you need all the plugins, like the reporting plugins, the call plugins, you know, all these bolt-ons and add-ons to make Mm. it work. But as a central hub, Bullhorn is probably the number one. Okay. For smaller businesses, do consider tools like Loxo because they've got inbuilt facilities to build lists, essentially. All marketing is is uh, and recruitment is is building lists, and Loxo is a very easy tool. So one or the other. I enjoy working with Zoho. I think Zoho is pretty cool as well. Um, But there are thousands of ATSs out there, and I don't get paid by any of them to promote them. So we're always looking out for sponsors. So there you go. (laughs) And outside of that, from a marketing platform, in terms of a marketing database, things like HubSpot, MailChimp, that, you know, there's a million active campaign. There's a million of those as well. Uh, essentially, databases are one of those things where you look at it and you go, I need to fix that. And it's also one of the things like, I don't want to fix that because it's just not exciting at all. It's really not exciting. But 
It's a necessary evil in terms of the value of the company and to supercharge your sales and marketing. So if you are needing help with A, building your database, or B, keeping in contact with your database, which both will eventually learn to, uh, lead to more placements, please get in contact with me. If you've not fallen asleep over the last 10 minutes or so of this episode, then you absolutely are probably more interested than, than what you think. So I would suggest you do need to get in contact because if you've lasted this long and you're fascinated by databases, then yeah, you, you, you need help. So uh, no, <laughs> yeah, you need help. So get in contact, subscribe for future episodes. Hope you've really enjoyed this one. I hope you really, really play this in front of the rest of your team. Hope you listen to it on repeat. Normally probably about 10 o'clock at night just to help you soothe off and go to sleep. So catch up with you on the next episode.